This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Eric, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic. It's a wonderful day and can't wait to discuss what we're about to discuss. Awesome. So was uh, trolling around for ideas from the executive producer last night. And she has been taking young Ella out for driving lessons. Um, she does not yet have her, her license. So she's been taking her out driving. It's a, it's a fun progress. I, I took her out driving last weekend as well and she's she's doing all right you now for a newbie she's she's very uh very cautious which is good better than getting behind the wheel of somebody who just wants to pedal to the metal it so that's good but abby suggested you know because i've i've told some stories about you know how i learned to drive and particularly that it i i learned to drive at a at a not exactly young age lots of folks they turn 16 they get their permits they're they're up they're driving they're doing their thing I didn't get my license until I was like 22, I think, and didn't get my first car until I was like 24. And Ella is 20 and was, I guess, feeling, I don't know if she was feeling a little weird about that, feeling like if she was a late bloomer or whatever. And Abby was trying to tell her my story of, you know, how and why it took me so long to get a license. She's like, I think I was screwing it up. So you and Eric should talk about how you learned how to drive and then we'll, we'll force her to listen to the Toddcast. I'm like, this, everybody wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You up for talking about uh, your driving and how, how you yeah. learned to drive. So when, how old were you when you learned how to drive? Um, well, I learned when I was 16. I, that's what know. I thought. I thought you were one of the more, you know, for lack of a better word, standard youths that uh, you know, 16 means I get my permit. I'm going to drive. Well, bang, bang, boom. yes and no. So I learned how to drive when I was 16 because they had driving classes and it was mandatory. You take X amount of hours to get your license if you were before the age of 18. So if you wanted right. to. So I probably what 15 and a half got my right. permit, you know, right. I don't recall it being a very difficult process. I, I remember they gave you like and, and I'm talking for Ohio. So at this point in time. And most of my life, I've been an Ohioan, uh, but now I wave that West Virginia flag, you know, so right. so I don't know the West Virginia aspect, but from Ohio perspective, they gave you like this booklet and you kind of studied and it, I don't recall it being super difficult to get my permit, you know, like pass your eye yeah. test. You know, they said, yeah, you need glasses and contacts. And I said, well, forget you guys. I'll squint good enough to pass the test, <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so at that time, and then it was just a matter of like road signs and this and that and kind of just understanding, right. all right, you know, can you pass someone if it is a solid line in the middle of the road and stuff like that. So I got the permit right. and then you had to sign up for classes, which cost 250 bucks maybe i don't know but it seemed like it was a lot of money that i had mom or myself or somebody forked out to allow me right. to go and take classes and i went with my uh one of my best friends girlfriends which was a good friend of mine as well and she and i would go to the class and it was in bel-air and it was like 10 you know people like us in a class right. and we would do couple hours per week of video and then i would have to drive around with this guy for you know let's say five hours in his car and okay. practice the test and so forth 
and the test is not parallel parking. It was like a maneuver test. So you'd have like right. five cones. You'd have to drive in, pull to the left, then back your way out of it without hitting it. And that was right. the test. And that was almost down to a science. It's, you know, I could look at it and turn and so forth. So I did all this. Right. All not to actually take the test for another two years. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. So, so so you did all your training at 16, but you didn't actually get your license until you were like 18. Yeah. When I didn't need to pay anything. Yeah. So, so I did all the training, but I mean, and I actually had a car. I had our passed down Dodge Omni 1986 silver Dodge Omni that, you know, was passed down. So I actually even had a car, but it wasn't a car that I could take to an inspection. And I think that was the big drawback is like, what car was I going to take to do this? you know, test in. Ah, uh, okay. And I, th- and I really think, and probably the problem was that the gentleman's car that we practiced in was like a Geo Metro, like tiny, right? Right. And right. I was super confident and able to do the maneuvering in that. But like mom had a Chevy Cavalier, which was slightly bigger. Oh yeah. And I think, and I, that might even been Crystal's car. I don't know when mom had her or, or so forth, but I was just, I, for whatever reason, I wasn't confident enough that I could do it with those. And then I just said, well, you know, I really don't need to drive anywhere because school's in walking distance. All my friends had cars and I was like, yeah, we don't need to do that. So it wasn't until I was 18 and Lauren was finally like, yeah, you need to get a car. You know, you need to like drive because, <laughs> you know, she lives in Rayland. I live in Ferry. She was driving all the place. And I said, right. And she basically, much like in life, she's propelled me to, you know, success in, in that aspect where she's like, so I got my license when I was 18, which was still a little bit younger than you. So how did, oh, yeah. how did your story go about? So, I mean, I guess, I guess to go, to go back, like when I was coming up towards 16, mom and dad's opinion was we're not going to teach you i mean i guess let me let me say this at at that time mom didn't have a license or a car yeah like dad was the driver he had a car the the glorious station wagon and that Beautiful. was it like that was the that, that that's all there was and uh, i don't know if dad just didn't want to or didn't feel confident in either his ability to to train me to drive or my ability to not kill him and wreck the family vehicle. But for whatever reason, they were like, yeah, we're not going to do the teaching you to drive thing. Like they have drivers at school. You can do that when the time comes. And that's how that's how we'll do this. I'm like, oh, OK, mm-hmm. well, sure enough, the year that I turned 16 was like the year they stopped offering driver's ed through school. <laughs> like You sons of bitches. Because apparently it was like through the school and therefore didn't cost anything. Mm-hmm. Like to actually go to regular drivers sure. cost a bunch of money and we just weren't in that sort of, you know, financial fast lane. Um, and so it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll figure that out at some point. I'll get a job and, you know, we'll get there. But it was very much the same sort of thing you just described where it's like where we lived was a half a block from the high school. It was a half a block from my best friend Mike's. I was, you know, maybe three blocks away from the library where I worked. Like, I could easily walk anywhere I really needed to go. Yeah. And then when I was 16 or 17, I got my first girlfriend, who, oddly enough, had a Geo Metro hmm. and nothing better to do. And she would just, like, not nine times out of ten, I, times out of ten, if I were going to go a place that wasn't work or school or my buddy's house, She'd be with me anyway, so she just drove. 
<laughs> um, there, there was just go. no reason yeah. for me to get a car. Plus, I didn't want to spend the money to get driver's ed. Plus, I wasn't going to. I just, I just, I don't know if he ever even said it, but I just took it as a, a given that I was not going to be able to borrow the station wagon. Like, that was the family car. They're not going to, like, let me go tooling around to play my devil games while they were all stuck at home. You know, I didn't have money for insurance or gas money or maintenance. I'm like, well, screw it. I'll just save the money and the places I can't walk, I'll call up Mary or, you know, most of my friends had cars. So if they were going to go somewhere, they'd be like, you know, I just pile in with them. Like there was no reason for me to get a license or a car for the longest time. We were the freeloaders, the the Hersey freeloaders. We, I mean, <laughs> just find a friend, I, and it didn't seem like it mattered. You know, friends didn't care. You know, they, like they, no they, one, they, like yeah. no one was put out that that they that they were. I mean, like I said, Mike lived around the corner, so we just uh, you know I just walk over to his house, and there weren't no thing. Everybody else lived all over the place. Like if we were all going to get together, they were going to drive anyway. Mm-hmm. And because I lived like pretty much Central Ferry. Like, odds are they were going to come past where I was anyway to pick me up. So it's not like they were having to drive out of their way to get me. You know what I mean? Like, it was just easy. It yes. was path of least resistance for me. Yeah. And it wasn't that much resistance for anyone who I was bumming rides from. So it just worked, you know. Um, you know, when I went off to college, I just stayed on campus or walked places. Wasn't no thing. Uh, when I went to the Navy, pretty much all the transportation is, is, is accounted for there like just didn't need to they tried to get me to get a military driver's license um which i kind of looked at them and said yeah i don't have a driver's license and they looked at me you know because i'm like 22 or whatever and they're like sure. you don't have a driver's license I'm like no i've never i don't i never needed one i don't, I don't have one i don't know how to drive they're like well we're not going to teach you how to drive like if you had a driver you know a normal driver's mm. license we'd give <laughs> you one of these i'm like oh, okay yeah they did try to teach me how to drive a bus once, which was hilarious and is probably going a little bit off trail for this particular story. I didn't kill anyone, but I put enough fear into them that were like, yeah, we're not going to put you behind the wheel of this bus. And I counted that as a victory. Uh, <laughs> you know. That's the answer. If you don't ever want to do any type of uh, anything, you don't, you know. I never want to yeah. drive big vehicles either. So, like, I should just say I don't have a license in general and that should work. Yeah, it was it was it was fine. Um, but eventually, like I said, I was like 22, 23, whatever was in the, was in the Navy. And my first wife and I had an apartment off off base. And again, she was driving like she drove me into, into work every morning and whatever and didn't seem to mind. Uh, there was a point where she wanted to. You know, we were living down in Mississippi and she wanted to come back to Ohio to visit family. And I'm like, well. Yeah, I that <laughs> that doesn't really work unless I've got a way to and from, you know, the base. She's like, well, mm-hmm. we're gonna ha- we're gonna have to get you a license, and I'll leave the car for you. I'm like, okay. And so that 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 was pretty much the precipitating event that was okay. <clears throat> I can no longer stall on this. I have to get a license. Um, <clears throat> so I got licensed in Mississippi, and you know, getting the permit was very much like here's a booklet read up on the road rules, take a quick test. Here's your permit. And we just tooled around a bit, you know, and drove and I learned how to do the basics of driving. And I guess I was, I don't want to say I was terrified of driving, but I was driving averse. Like you're, you're strapped into, you know, a ton or two of, you know, death metal that can easily destroy you or 
others or property and like that's that that was a fair bit of responsibility on my brain i wasn't real keen on it but i sucked it up and, and did what i needed to do eventually it was like the morning she was because her mom drove down to mississippi to visit with us and then she and and rebecca were gonna hop into her mom's car and drive up so she could leave me the car the morning they were scheduled to go was the morning we went in for me to go take my driver's test. Like, if I didn't pass that, it, it, you know, God only knows what, what would have happened. But, and this, and this kills me, because we go in and sign in and they send you out with, with a driver test lady, comes out and hops in the passenger side, and, you know, go in, check all the mirrors, buckle up, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, all right, go. So we leave the parking lot and go hit, hit the road. And she's like, take a right. We drive down to the end of the to, to an intersection. She's like, all right, take a right up here. So I take that right, come up to the next intersection. She's like, take another right. We drive for a little bit. Take another right. Okay. Uh-huh. Take another right. And we're on the road we started on. And the driver's place is coming up on the right here in like two seconds. She's like, okay, go ahead and take a right. I'm like, okay. So like we literally just like drove around the block. And we're pulling in and I'm like, okay. There's going to be some, there must be some like maneuverability course or some kind of nonsense in the back. And she's like, go ahead and pull into a spot. I pull into a spot. I'm like, did I screw up this badly? Did I fail? Like, did I really fuck up driving around the block that the test is over? And I pull in and shut everything down. She's like, all right, go ahead on in, get your picture taken. Congratulations. Like the driver's test was literally driving around the block. No maneuverability. Like to this day, I I don't, I can't parallel park. So we need to like, yeah. We need to send Hunter down there for to Mississippi to get his driver's ta- that, driver's license. I mean that that's that's a those are extreme measures, but it it can can be done to great effect. Yeah, I walked out of there with a license. Uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, that's that's um that is a little easier than I mean I can't say my test. I don't remember much of it. I just know it was in St. Clairsville, Ohio, and I did a little bit of downtown St. Clairsville driving. And I do recall, though, I had to do the whole maneuvering, and I did yeah. pass that. Um, it sounds like you skipped that all together, and you just <laughs> you just basically made a, a a lap around the block. That that is that is exactly what happened. Like it, it's 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 crazy. I mean, since then I've gotten much, but like for years, I was just I didn't like. Like yeah, I got a license, but I don't like driving. I don't want to drive. Like I'm not into this. Like it just, I was, I was real antsy and nervous whenever I was behind the wheel mm-hmm. and just was not like at any time, if anyone was going somewhere and there was the option for me to just tag along and drive with them, I would. Well, and like, and I didn't have a car, like that was my wife's car. And then we split, yeah. and she took it and I didn't have a car. And so I was hanging out with, with Kenny and he had a car. So we just, I just shotgun forever and then went to, the, went to Florida and again, Kenny was there and we worked together and whatever, like of the, my first car, like I said, I was probably 24, 25 and somebody had a, an 85 T-Bird that they were, so they sold me like super cheap. And that was my first car of which giving a young man in his twenties as his first car, a, a V8 muscle car type situation is maybe mm-hmm. not your best move, but it, it worked and I, I managed to survive. And then when that died, I just went carless forever. Like I just, I was very hesitant to get a car or drive. Like nowadays it ain't no thing. Like I'll hop behind it. We all do whatever. And I've also since learned how to drive a forklift, like the big 
industrial like construction forklifts. Those sure. are fun to drive. Okay. I, I enjoyed that. That <laughs> like I, I would I would I would do that for fun. But yeah, it was a very winding journey to finally get to where to where we are now on the driving front. Yeah. So. Now I mine you know, so we're not the necessarily traditional path, so we understand if there's others that are not in that traditional 16 and and who knows if that is actually a thing anymore well let's take a quick break we'll come back to more driving sounds good when buying clothes you have choices you can be stylish be trendy be outspoken but those are all the wrong answers we want you to be like justin bedline be beige why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. So I think, from what I can understand, that it sounds to me as if the maybe the Ubers and, and public transportation and stuff of the world has made it to the point where like driving is not that must do item that, you know, teenagers are like, yes, I can't wait to drive. Um, I don't know from my experience, because right now Hunter is 14 and he is very much like wanting to drive, but I think it comes down to city versus country living a little bit. I probably, you know, uh, and maybe big city versus just like, you know, if you have public transportation and or you're in an area where you don't need a car, you know, then obviously <laughs> your motives change. For instance, right. I listen to a podcaster who's never drove. I think he might be in his 40s, but he lives in Boston and it's just public transportation. You know, and I believe oh, yeah. what people in New York, they're like, yeah, we never owned a car in our life. You know, and that's just normal where in Martins Ferry as goofy as it sounds since we lived in the town like if we needed to go somewhere i could easily you know walk to the convenience store to get milk whatever you necessarily need you could walk to to a fast food joint if you needed to walk to school and you know i would walk to my friend's house throughout the summer which was like all right it's a 10 minute walk what's the big deal you know right (laughs) so it's right. it so I just don't think it you know, for a lot of people and I don't know how that's working necessarily with the you know the 16 year old 18 year olds that are you know advancing now I mean at some point in time you probably will unless you live in a big you know city like New York or or with good public transportation you're probably going to get a license you know it took you some time it took me a little time you know um, yeah but it is probably something you want to have you know I mean it doesn't hurt I mean. It's 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 good to have that skill set and have the capability so that even if you are able to bum rides from your friends and go everywhere, well, something happens to them, they're drunk, they break an arm, whatever, whatever, and you need to drive. It's it's good to have that skill, even if you aren't gonna, you know, necessarily use it all the time. It's You've had a lot of friends break arms while you're out and about. I mean <laughs> We get wild, Eric. Super wild. Uh, my it's arm is so arm broke. breaking. Cannot drive. Left, left, Can you right. please get behind the wheel? Yes, That's yes. Right. It's happened to all of us. Well, That's I mean, we then it. you also have to be nice to friends. That's the thing too. So, I mean, I guess in a good way, <laughs> like you just can't be a straight up dick if you don't have a license, because then you're going right. to find yourself stuck at home. Um, right. Which, you know, during COVID was actually not a problem. You, you know, there were no issues. <laughs> you know, you didn't really have to worry about the driving. Yeah. 
No. So, well, like I said, it's. I think it's. I think it's good to have that skill. And I guess, sort of tangent to that, is you know, driving a stick versus an, uh, an automatic. Yeah. Because clearly, as driving a versus I was, I was not real keen on, like, throwing in an extra pedal and a weird, you know, shifter thing to deal with was just more than I was willing to deal with, um, at the time. I eventually learned how to drive a stick. And again, one of us. I think I think it's a good skill to have so that if you're ever in a situation where that's needed, you're prepared for it. Yes. Um, your your friend I that mean, breaks an arm has a stick shift. That's basically right. what you're saying. Well, that's why they can't drive. It's their right arm and that's where the stick shift is and they can't do it. So you gotta, you know, make it happen. I mean, I learned how to drive a stick shift basically under duress. <laughs> like no one sat down and necessarily taught me how to drive a stick. I guess Kenny had a Jeep with a stick shift and he tried and it did not go well. And it was, I'm going to say 40%, just it's a different skill that I was not very well versed in. And about 60% me grinding gears because I didn't want to do it. And eventually he'd say, I'm tired of you killing my transmission. We're done here, which is how it ended. Um, That's not my entire motivation, but I'd be lying if I didn't say that was part of it. Um, So, you know, conceptually i was mm-hmm. taught how to do a stick shift i just never practiced or learned how to do it properly or for real yeah i don't believe i was ever behind the wheel with a stick shift and that is 100 percent me saying this is not a necessary skill for me um well if my friend breaks his arm we're in if it's only <laughs> us two he's either gonna drive or we're walking like it just yeah. i i don't even well, understand for... the concept of it and yeah. like why you know, we nowadays, if you make an automatic, why are we doing this? And well, and that was my theory for a long time. That was my stance is like, look, we have the technology to not have to do this crap. Why are we doing this? This is unnecessary. I'm not going to participate, you know, until you get hired by a company that, you know, your work vehicle is an F-150 stick shift. And that works out fine as long as you and Kenny are paired together and he drives and you do shotgun until the morning where they say, oh, no, we need Kenny on this site. We need you, Todd, to hop in the F-150 and drive from St. Pete, Florida, up to Atlanta, Georgia with your truck. And then you just start shitting bricks and losing your damn mind. And you have to remember all those things Kenny told you that you didn't want to learn. And Mm. you have to drive a stick shift F-150 from St. Pete, Florida, up to Atlanta, Georgia. And I don't know if you've ever done any driving in Atlanta, Georgia, but it is a vehicular hellscape. If you are a good driver, let alone you're not sure how this stick shift thing works, and God forbid you run into a hill. Uh, yeah, I, I got training under fire on that because it was a solo mission. Like, it's no, you're Todd, you're going. I'm like, dude, I what? <laughs> uh, and they're like, no, you. that's what's needed. You need to do that today or you're not going to have a job. And I'm like, okay. You've been warned. I'll get there as soon as I can. And like I said, I made it and eventually got the hang of it. And I mean, it's been probably 15 years since I've driven a stick. I imagine if I were called upon to do so, it would be rough, but I can do it. And now that I've driven it, driven one and learned it and gone through it, like I said, I think it's probably a valuable skill. Am I going to go so far as to say everyone should learn how to drive a stick shift? Mm, Probably not. Like, I don't know that it's necessary for, for that, but if you've well, got the opportunity, it's not a terrible thing to learn and have if, in your if you, back pocket. If you're a comp, if you have a company, if you have to drive for your company, maybe that would make sense. 
you know, like, yeah, I mean, I would probably be under that same, like if I'm doing a job and part of my job is driving anything and there's company vehicles. And I know for a fact, there are a couple of them that are stick shifts. Yeah. I think that might be something I'd be like, yeah, let's go do this today. Or let me try this. Uh, I yeah. would, um, I, I, once again, you know, being a web designer, I don't know <laughs> if my company will ever say, Eric, you need to go drive a stick shift. But, you know, it is also good to have options because let's say you want to go to, you know, you go to a dealership and there's one that's cost several thousand dollars less and it's a stick and you know how to drive it. Then, you you know, you, you know, being flexible and having that, you know, being able to do that, that's great. So, you well, know, and that that used to be one of the selling points of a stick shift. It used to be that getting a stick shift was way cheaper and that yeah. the automatics cost more. But from at least from the last time I was looking around. And I believe this is this is the trend that's actually reversed. It's actually hard to find a stick shift nowadays. And if you do, I believe you end up paying a premium for it because I <laughs> well, and I'm going to I'm just going to go with I'm going to go with the theory that, you know, people have finally caught on to my wisdom of why in the hell are we doing this? We have the technology. This is stupid. Why are you having stick shifts and, have you know, steered into that? Uh-huh. And that's why we have all the automatics. I'm taking credit for that. I, You're I welcome. Think you should. That is that is good. And <laughs> I'm hoping that they'll go extinct at some point in time, and I'll never have to even be, you know, burdened with this question of should I have learned how to drive a stick shift? Um, yeah. But I'm sure there are other aspects. I mean, maybe race car drivers. <laughs> you know, like I oh yeah, big know. big trucks. I, you know, I mean, there yeah. are there are circumstances where having that level of control is useful. Like like sure. you said, like race race car drivers. Like when it when it's when it's actually cold weather. And being able to go into lower gears to get get better traction, I'm told, is important. I've never had to leverage that, and most automatics also have low gears you can use. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, you would have to understand cars to. I mean, like at this point in time, you're talking about things that are well beyond my grasp. Um, like I just don't even know like what a gear is. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, whatever you say, car. So yeah, just not my not my wheelhouse, and I understand why that might be a specialty for some. Like just much like when you know, as I make a website, I said, well, you want to have access to be able to get to the PHP, blah blah blah, and then you know, people would be like, no, I just need to drag and drop. So I imagine, you know, from a website perspective, I would want the you know the stick shift where other people just want the automatic. So to each right. their own, and yeah. learn what you want. Um, I just won't be on that bandwagon, um, but. Needless to say, the license comes first. Whatever you drive, yeah. you need to get that that license first. Is there any other license stories, driving stories, anything you would like to share with the audience? Not that I would like to share with the audience. Okay. All right. <laughs> that sounded way more ominous. No, I, I actually don't know that I have any other particular driving stories per se. No, I, I, I can I can tailspin into one little story unless you tell me you've heard this before because I know I've told it before. Now, has it been on air? It's a good question. So, Todd, did you hear about the story that uh, when I was uh, wrestling in Weirton and decided to drive my Dodge Omni before I had the license? I feel like we might have talked about this a little bit pre or post show. Tell us the story. Okay. All right. If we find out that it's been on another episode, we'll just clip this and tell you to go to that episode. All right. So one of the things, you know, obviously I learned how to drive when I was 16. So I was very confident in my ability to drive because I put five, seven hours in with a driving instructor. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm like, okay, I know how to drive. um, And I actually had a car. So 
The one thing that it didn't have was that license. So really the only thing I had to worry about was being pulled over. Now at this point in time, I don't even know how license plates work. I just assume, you know, so I couldn't tell you if there was an expired tag, a tag, any license plate on this car. All I know is that I was booked to wrestle with my best friend in Weirton, West Virginia, and we had to defend our tag team championships that we won a couple weeks earlier. Um, right. In this, it, it, we've been bumming rides for the last several weeks to these shows from a friend who we would have like cam, like film our matches or so forth. But so we've had rides, but this night everybody was out and about, and it was probably a Friday night maybe, and there was none. And it came down to the decision of Eric. It's it's time to uh, it's time to break the law. Uh, essentially, <laughs> I. You know, we said, all right, let's do this. Now, this car was not very reliable. You know, it, it, there were moments in times where I was like, it would just stall, wouldn't stop. You know, it, it, it was, and I don't know enough about a car to, you know, to tell you what to do. You know, I've not been in a situation where we broke down in the middle of the road. I wouldn't know where to pull or anything like this. So, okay. but I'm a gutsy son of a, you know, son of a gun, and we had stuff to do. So, Martin's Ferry and Weir, and that's probably about a 40-minute drive. Um, I would say, you know, 25 miles or so, maybe you know, 30 miles. It's mostly okay. highway, mostly right. highway. We're going to downtown yeah. Weirton. Uh, so we hop in the Dodge Omni, and we fire it up, and it seems like it's running okay. But for some reason, this car would kind of – it wouldn't work as well in the rain, and rain was in the forecast. Okay. Um, so we, we get in the car. And we're ready. We got our tag belts in the back and we're ready to go. And it's just the two of us. And here's unlicensed Eric that says, well, the one thing we got to do is just make sure we drive speed limit, make, you know, make sure there's no overwhelming reasons that someone would pull us over and ask me for a license. Cause then if that's the case, right. um, I You're imagine they're, they're taking me away, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, that's, I, that's possible. Yeah. So, so I, uh, so we, we head in there and it's, you know, maybe like six o'clock or so, and we're making it our way there. The thing is it starts raining and that's wonderful. I'm like, great. And there's a notorious stretch of red lights through downtown Steubenville, which, you know, there's like five in a row and they're just right. like little pockets and you go there and you, and I'm like, if we hit a red light, there's a possibility the car stalls and we're stuck in the middle of the highway with people behind us. And shoot, I don't even know if this car had hazards. I mean, at this point, 86, <laughs> I doubt it did, you know. So through the mercy, the, the wrestling gods came through and it was like every time we would get there, it would be like red. By the time we'd get there, it would go green and we did not have to stop the one at once. And it was like, oh, this is amazing. And it seemed like on the way home. Uh, I don't recall the red lights being much of a problem there. I think it's pretty it's a straight shot. Uh, once you get on the highway, but we defended that title that night, and I believe we we came home with the straps, um, and that nice. was probably my most wild like, hey, I got to get something done, um, and you know, no wrecks, no no breakdowns, uh, but that was a gutsy move, uh, and do not try this at home. Just get your darn license and get your car checked, and you know, if you have to defend your tag team championships, you know, do it legally. Uh, yes. But that is that is my favorite non-driving or probably driving story in general. Nice. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you. I mean, it's a terrible precedent. I feel like that 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 sets you up for a little extra level of ah, I can get away with anything. But uh, oh, that that's carried know. through with my life for many times. So yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is part of Good. my rebellious personality. So learn from not my mistakes, but just learn from just don't do what I do. That's all. Yeah. At least when that's, I was 16 and 18. 
Yeah, I don't think anyone should do any of the things either of us did when we were yes. 16 to 18. That just yep. seems like, just... you know, not probably not your best choices. Um, they certainly weren't our best choices, <laughs> I dare say. So that's it. We yeah. don't don't ever listen to our advice until we we hit 35. Once we hit 35, I think we're we're yeah. That's can... that's when we start to get our acts together and you can start to maybe model some things off of that. But yeah, the the early years are just good for stories to poke fun at us for how stupid we were. So cool. Well, thank you for joining me on this this episode of Look at How Stupid We Were, Eric. Uh, yep. Any any parting shots uh, from you before we wrap things up? No, no. I, I mean, young kids right now start saving for your car. It's always nice if you get yeah. a nice car, nice, reliable car, you know, so that way you don't have to worry about the whole problems of breaking down and, and cars stalling at, you know, during the rain. Indeed. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you, listeners. Good luck to all of you prospective drivers out there. Pro tip, move to Mississippi to get your license and then get the hell out of there (laughs) is my advice. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm.